0: Is the number one question that people ask you when they find out that you own Honeymoon?
1: Where did you come up with the name?
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> so I'm interested in how you would actually answer this question because, especially if they're asking you, like you when yeah, I'm not around. Yeah, what do you yeah. say when I'm not around?
0: Well, I have to eat some humble pie because I was the one, like I have the most vivid memory of us being in California that summer Sometime of 2016, before we'd actually opened the shop. And we were jogging. We were jogging to a donut shop. (laughs) I mean, why not? (laughs) Was this in San Clemente? Uh, Yes. Okay,
1: okay. Do you remember this run? Okay. uh, I remember the donuts, but I don't know where you're going with this.
0: (laughs) We were talking about the name. And I was like, oh, I just want something so fresh and so clean. And I love honeydew melons. What if we have that little cute mint green color and it's called honey do d-e-w not d-o but now looking back like i know how stupid that sounds because people are going to think like honey do like a honey do list yeah but for some reason i didn't put it together <laughs> and then i also was very insistent on having a plus sign in the middle of honey and do yes so then people weren't even pronouncing it the way that i i was which was Honey Dew coffee oh and they i were remember our first media <laughs> i remember
1: our first media experience when angie humphrey was like introducing us and you were like all nervous and then she said zach and jessica with honey and dew coffee company <laughs> and we both just
0: looked at each other oops yeah so um yeah you live and you learn and ended up i think we were only open probably a month and we were so small i mean we were maybe getting like two or three hundred dollars in sales in a day but we get this corporate letter in the mail it's like certified mail and you're out of town
1: yeah was it like like to to the attorneys of honeydew coffee company or something like that we had no attorney to the legal representation
0: interestingly as i was opening the paperwork i was at the shop and our customer was Doug, who ended up being our attorney. So I'm opening this and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I know he's an attorney, so I just show it to him, which is probably super annoying for him.
1: Shout out to uh, Doug Briody, Esquire.
0: Attorney <laughs> Law.
1: I don't know if he's an Esquire or not, but it sounded good.
0: I think he is. I don't know. But anyway, apparently there was a donut shop On the East Coast called, was it Honeydew Donuts?
1: Yeah, yeah, Honeydew Donuts. D-E-W, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, but not even Honeydew Coffee. It was like Honeydew Donuts. But because they served coffee and because we had no money, (laughs) we decided that there was nothing that we could do to really fight this big um, franchise corporation. So,
1: who was I with when I found out this news? When when you got the letter? So I was in California. Oh, who was I with? Oh,
0: you were with Guy Raz. Yeah, my best friend, my bro, Guy Raz. <laughs> Stop! He doesn't even know he, who you no, are. he doesn't.
1: We were at TED Women, which is yes, like Zach the, was at TED Women. That's right. Uh, I was like. <laughs> one woman for every uh, or five women for every like one man so like there were 10 women around guy Raz and i at the time i'm just kidding I, I i think i was just fanboying out you know over him and he had done the ted radio hour at that point and just launched his new how i built this podcast and i think i was just telling him the story of how we started our company and you texted and i was like okay literally my wife like, you weren't my wife what would no. i have said my my
0: girlfriend. girlfriend? My Beyonce, that sounds so weird.
1: My business partner. I don't know. This this chick just texted me um, and Yo. says that you know we got this cease and desist and he was like wow and his producer Jeff Rogers was there too and he's like you know guy this could be a really cool story and he's like yeah well I hope it all works out let's stay in touch. And, uh, you know, I don't remember if we recorded a How I Built This podcast episode, but uh, I don't think we did.
0: No, this would be the extent of our our podcasting. But I would be so excited because I love that podcast.
1: Now, back to the uh, (laughs) (laughs) Life and Times of of Guy Raz podcast (laughs) with Zach and Jessica, the fans. Okay, now, sorry, go back to... um, the, the part of the story that you were gonna go I back just, to I just I just remember
0: running to that donut shop and was there a saying, honeydew
1: on the side of the road No like what no was the mint green color like it was just I, in your head we No were talking?
0: I I really liked the name Clementine I remember that and like the orange and like the freshness of that Yeah and then I also liked like the honeydew melon and so it just kind of went from there so on this run I am like very adamant that we name it this and you are very adamant that we name it Honeymoon and it's just so much of if you could see how all of our decisions go (laughs) with this company (laughs) it's like one of us um, is very passionate, the other one's very passionate and then we have to come to this agreement and sometimes it's it's you're more passionate than I am and sometimes I'm more passionate than you are and anyway when people ask me I do admit that I was wrong and that Honeyman's a way better name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we were like a couple, like if our pace was a little bit faster, we could have been like Rainbow Sprinkles Coffee Shop or something like donut related if we would have made it to the donut shop before you had that epiphany.
0: Uh, Maybe, except I hate donuts, so.
1: They hated them so much that you ran to them that day. You do hate donuts. We were getting donuts for the we were kids. We were getting donuts getting for the kids, kids the not family. for me, yeah. <laughs> <That>
0: was, yeah. <laughs> we were running there fast because they had coffee, and we hadn't had coffee yet.
1: Well, one of the things that I am fine with, I own it, is, like, I, I have a very high meaning-making, like, tendency. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we finally, you know, landed on Honeydew, I was like, well, maybe we could... Spell it like D U E, and it's really like it's honey D over by U E, oh which gosh, is the University so of Evansville. Ugly. I know, but there was like I, I needed it to have some sort of meaning other than other the than fact I that just it, it sounded it was cute. fresh. <laughs> that was a word you use. It was like, oh, honeydews, those are fresh. And I don't even think you like the taste of them all that much. I
0: don't. I never eat them.
1: Yeah, no I just like the way
0: it. they look. Well, there
1: you go. So the end of the story is that because we'd already sort of started our domain name and our social media accounts and just the word honey, and we used honey in a lot of our drinks, so we sort of maintained that and that I had sort of pushed for a more romantic
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, we were, I think, engaged by that point, and so... Again, it just made so much more sense to have the name Honeymoon as opposed to Honey
1: Well, you know the part of the story that we don't tell that much is the song that we used to like send each other back and forth and play. So there's this like super cheesy song called Goodnight Moon and I love it. I don't know if you still love it. I don't know. I was to it? to it. Do you don't?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just I overplayed it. I'm sorry, babe. Do you want me to be more nostalgic? <laughs>
1: Okay. I'm nostalgic enough for the, the two of us. <laughs> but we had like we had kind of like a moon theme and we would like send each other little emojis of like, Hey, here's a crescent moon emoji. That means I'm thinking of you and then you would send me the one facing the other direction. Yeah. And we, we just winging had...
0: and waxing.
1: That's right. So it was like the moon was meaningful to us and uh, the honey part felt right and then yeah, we became honeymoon and the rest is history. The Honeymoon Coffee Company podcast is brought to you by the Honeymoon Coffee Company. With three coffee shop locations in the Evansville, Indiana area, there might just be one close to you. And if not, then maybe it's time for that road trip. It is a new moon, and that means that it's time for a new bubble waffle. And for this lunar cycle, we have the Powerberry Waffle. This summery waffle is packed with fresh fruits like bananas, strawberries, blueberries, and acai along with a sprinkle of granola and a honey drizzle on top. You can get this either on the light or dark waffle from now until the next new moon. We are still on our summer hours with no upcoming events or holidays to report. Check the Google Maps listings for the most up-to-date hours anytime you're planning a trip. We're still featuring our summer drink lineup, all of which can be found on our Facebook or Instagram pages. And for all other things honeymoon, you can go to our website at honeymooncoffeeco.com. Should we what?
0: <laughs> Should we use our British accents? Do
1: uh, you think people recognize that as, as British?
0: Uh, yeah, no. My accents are pretty bad. You're you're really good at it, though.
1: Yes, all right. <laughs> so anyway, we're, we're, the reason we're talking about British accents is that that was one of the the fun things that actually happened in the last year for us at our newest location, as is, of right now, our, yeah, our newest what location. Is today? Yeah, today... I'll start with a question. Today is the 4th of July.
0: What else is today?
1: America's birthday.
0: That wasn't what I was looking for. <laughs> keep
1: asking. I'll keep coming up with weird things.
0: What else is today?
1: Today is the first birthday or anniversary, depending on what you want to celebrate, of the Newburgh location. This is when we opened one year ago today.
0: Yeah, it's a fun day. So, um,. It's, like, uh, almost 3 o'clock, and me and Zach are going in at 4 to work, like, the final shift of the day.
1: Yeah, yeah, we haven't put ourselves on the schedule to work um, a shift. Well, definitely not me. You've worked some more shifts than I have. Um, Yeah, we've
0: been overstaffed, though, so I haven't been working a lot of shifts.
1: Yeah. Uh, Holidays are are a little tricky because, (laughs) you know, you don't want to necessarily... You've got to balance what customer expectations might be in terms of being open. Right. And what staff expectations might be in terms of, you know, having the the day off to, you know, do what they want to do.
0: Yes. So two of our three locations are closed today. But because it's Newberg's birthday, um, we decided to keep it open.
1: Yeah. So we wanted to talk today about sort of looking back on the last year that was and even maybe trying to remember how Newburgh came to be. So do you want to to start? When was the moment when the idea of a Newburg location became a possibility for you?
0: So I'll start with saying that I I wasn't looking to open a Newburgh store. I did grow up in Newburgh, so it's very familiar to me. We yeah, live, it's like your hometown. Yeah, we live right outside of, of Newburg now, but Uh, I still consider it like hometown. So we were actually approached by another couple that owned a coffee shop in Newburgh, in downtown Newburgh. And uh, they were thinking about kind of passing the torch to honeymoon. Um, They had other businesses and it was kind of a a pet project. They really had done it more for the community than anything else. Um, And so anyway, they approached us. Was that January of... 2021 yeah 2021 i think sounds right and uh you know talked to us about it kind of got the wheels turning a little bit where we were like huh is this something that we could pull off i know that that's kind of like where i'm at right now just a little like side note is i'm always thinking like do we need to grow more do i want to grow more and so this was kind of one of those just, like, opportunities that was presented. And even though it didn't work out that we would take over their business and their shop, it got us thinking about Newburgh. And there were so many people that wanted a shop in Newburgh.
1: Yeah. Well, well, can I build on that? Because yeah. I think... I mean, I was with you when when they were asked. I know you used the the royal me, and you meant we. but
0: (laughs) Sorry about that. um,
1: I was with you when they asked you. (laughs) Apparently, I was allowed to to be an observer of this invitation.
0: You were a fly on the wall.
1: And um, I I think it was fairly quickly as we became open to it, we were like, yeah, you know what? This feels right. Let's do it. Um, And so it was a yes from us. And then as they had to do some more of their next steps of transferring the lease, you know, of that building. I
0: forgot about that.
1: That's when it kind of fell apart and it said, well, actually, the lease transfer isn't going to be available. And so the whole deal is kind of dead and that location was going to close.
0: Yes, I, I totally forgot about that. I, I didn't really remember how we didn't end up in that building, but you're right. But it wasn't possible for us yes, to move yes. into that building. So, so we,
1: had, we had sort of opened up our minds and possibilities for that. Mm-hmm. And then once we let ourselves imagine what that would be like and started planning for it and, you know, how we might staff it and, you know, what members of our team, you know, we might be sort of investing in to train up. Then all of a sudden it was like that location, that opportunity was no longer on the table. So then the next step was. Well, now that we know for sure that that coffee shop is going to close, that right. leaves a vacuum in the mm-hmm. community for a local coffee shop in downtown Newburgh. So then you're looking at real estate saying what's available <laughs> for lease or purchase in there downtown was, there
0: Newburgh. There was not um, anything, I don't think. Do you, do you need, me to, do you
1: need to, me to fill all the details in the story? There was something available and we toured oh. it.
0: <laughs> crap. You're right. It's okay.
1: All right. Um,
0: I didn't like it.
1: There was uh, (laughs) a a space available. I believe it was for lease. Was it purchase or lease? I'll see if you remember this part. It was lease. It was actually on the walking trail, but it was it was it didn't have a great view of the water. No. So that was something that we knew. um, Gosh, it's hard to talk without knowing what we landed on, what our thought process was with that. But there.
0: Well, I think our thought process is you know when it's right. It's almost like anything like house searching like i think you find something where in your gut it feels right and this place did Which just is didn't interesting cuz when, right.
1: when you when you came to this house for the first time you <laughs> hated it your gut said hell no
0: you made me buy this house and i and now, hated it at first and now and now that i've done some remodeling it's really cute yeah. and it works well for our family
1: so making this story way too long already is uh, just realizing that there wasn't, it wasn't a full body yes. Even though Wes Luttrell hadn't given us that term yet, we didn't have the full body yes to move forward with that space.
0: Yeah, and that's really something we use all the time now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Wes. Well done. Um, But with that, I think it was me, maybe you can correct me, where I sort of asked you, since this was your hometown, I was like, you know, taking into account not just what's on the market, But even like what's not on the market, if you could choose any location or build something down here on a piece of land, you know, what would be your number one choice? If the fact that it wasn't available wasn't an obstacle, what would you want to do downtown?
0: Well, and then there was a building that I had always looked at and thought, not that it wasn't cute. It was a little ice cream shop, but it was closed a lot. So they closed like...
1: It's a seasonal business. It was
0: a seasonal business. So very different from us where we're open almost every single day.
1: And I think you're right. I think it was January. Maybe we're into February at this point. So where this business at the time that we're considering this is closed at the time. Yeah, they
0: were closed. And so I decided that... I knew I knew they were an older couple that owned it and i was just like you know just on an off chance that they would be she make to them sound it.
1: like they're ancient okay let's let's say older relative to us
0: okay they were at retirement age okay
1: that that's i feel like that's a little more <laughs> I kind i wasn't
0: trying to be mean
1: we just had 13 65 year olds just hang up their podcast app <laughs> and say how dare you
0: okay well anyway they were yeah near near retirement, near retirement age. age yeah sure and so i decided i got their email address from someone else that i knew in newburg And I decided just to cold email them, which is not something that I don't think I've ever done that before.
1: No, but it's weird because it's kind of like when we opened the wine box shop—like you just, I
0: had a feeling. Yeah,
1: you when, like you're not a touchy-feely woo kind of person, (laughs) but then when you get locked into something, you you turn into me times ten. You're like this bulldozer.
0: Yeah, and then I'm like, let's negotiate and. figure yeah. this out
1: <laughs> but but it, but okay so you sent him a cold email yeah. and but you left it in a way that wasn't you weren't bulldozing you were just saying
0: no hey if you're ever like,
1: considering hey, mm-hmm. selling this property or right. leasing it mm-hmm. we'd be interested here's my contact information yeah, and, and at l- that time we that.
0: said either way either one because at that point we were just leasing the two locations that we had so Kind of one of our goals was to own the next place that we had, so the that real we estate. were yeah, own the actual building, and we weren't just you know paying rent every month. So I think in the email I did say though, just either way, like even if you're just thinking about leasing it, um, we'd also be interested in buying the building. Of course, we had no idea how much it would cost. <laughs> <laughs> we were just kind of throwing that out there.
1: My conservative partner here, when she when she gets her her mind on something, you know, the, there are no limits.
0: Well, anyway, it worked out, didn't it?
1: Yeah. oh fair enough. I, I'm. Please continue. Sorry, I to interrupt. Just had to had oh, to count that no. one in there. I
0: mean, you're a better storyteller than I am. No. I would, I would make it really short. But long story short, how about that? <laughs> we went back and forth on the price for a couple of months
1: well okay so i'm going to make the story a little longer they actually didn't reply for several months
0: they didn't that's it's, right yeah so, so you there was sent just this cold like email a, and
1: yeah. then it went into an abyss of silence
0: and during that silence we weren't out looking for another place yeah we, we were just we, like we were busy running managing the rest of our business yeah that's right. yeah so anyway that's right they did reply to my email several weeks later i was thinking it was maybe two months later yeah i think so And then um, from there, we started the process of like, hey, can we even finance? Or like, do we qualify?
1: (laughs) I think if I remember right, it was funny because um, Ben had kind of responded to the email. And then when we met him in person, it wasn't like he was needing to be convinced to maybe be open to selling. He was like... Hey, do you want to buy our restaurant? <laughs> you know, across the parking <laughs> yeah. lot as well. Yeah.
0: So they had a restaurant and an ice cream shop, like all in the same like parcel of land. Yeah. And so they ended up selling both of it, and so they were ready to yeah. retire. and <laughs> Un-
1: Unbeknownst to us, they had been um, considering this stage in their kind of approach towards retirement and whether it would be sort of a combo sale or what it ended up being, which was sort of separating the two businesses and the properties. We unintentionally catalyzed that retirement, uh, with, with your email, which started conversations between them, which ultimately started conversations and negotiations between us. And then we, we finally landed on a price.
0: So here we are, (laughs) let's just, let's just make it a little shorter. So here Here we we are. are. Yeah. But, but
1: it did take the the full year. The, the actual signature for the purchase of that property was on December 31st, 2022
0: it did take a long time and i will just say for the record there's been so many opportunities where we've walked in and thought we wanted to be in a space only to, for it not to work out and us to find something better so that's just like an interesting like little life lesson that i feel like now whenever something doesn't work out it's not like i'm crushed about it cuz i think there's just always going to be something yeah different I It'll be different.
1: You're definitely better at that than me. Yeah. I I I I, I <laughs> fall a, in love with things. You fall in love,
0: you get emotionally attached. Yeah. It's a whole spiral. <laughs>
1: yeah. But in this case, we fell in love with this building. We entered into a purchase agreement. Um I think we finally closed on the building sometime in the the mid spring of 2022. It was March. That's I would call that mid-spring. I
0: know, but I just was giving you the exact. Month. Get the
1: exact date in there, and then that began the process of some demolition and remodeling and sort of manifesting the vision that you had for the space that you wanted to see, with the goal of having it be a year-round coffee first, ice cream second type of shop yes. that would open uh, sometime that summer of 2022 and so try and stay open the entire year.
0: Known, I mean. Obviously, everyone knows that coffee is typically a morning business. So to have something that would work in the evening, like ice cream or beer or wine, we had tried beer and wine. It didn't really ever take off. Because we took over an ice cream shop, people were already um, accustomed to going to it as an ice cream shop. It was an easy transition to kind of get like the double whammy of sales in the morning of you know, coffee and our food items and then sales in the evening of our ice cream. And, you know, people are buying drinks and stuff all the way through, but I would say the majority of our nighttime sales are ice cream.
1: Yeah. Um, anything that stands out to you in terms of that construction, you know, process and, you know, building up the team, um, you know, deciding how you sort of staff something like this. I, I feel like that's like a, pretty important detail that that we needed to make sure that we because we we didn't just we
0: started hiring um we started staffing up I would say a month or two before we thought we were going to open in Newburgh we hired our first salary folks in that year Um, so we actually had some some bandwidth to um give some tasks over to them and have them help build the crew help train the crew and so that was nice for us because we did have to, to do a lot of construction as well. You yeah. Know, we, were, we weren't like just we were out flush there. with cash. Yeah,
1: we were, we were swinging hammers and, and sawing boards and painting walls and, and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of it. Yeah. But, but in terms of like the, the staff and team, we actually, we had, you know, some people that had shown promise in a leadership capacity and needed sort of a place to, to grow into and we're able to identify those people and, and propose that to them and then have some of our existing, you know, management team pour into them and develop them and, and, and prepare them and say, all right, this is coming, you know, for the next few months, get ready because you're about to get your own shop.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And we had some really fun times with like painting parties and I, I mean, all of them helped us put together every table, chair, booth, bench.
1: Women in STEM. <laughs> um,
0: I but mean. I will say, I do think that we grew as leaders the most that we have ever grown last year.
1: 2022?
0: 22, yeah. It was like <clears throat> we were both putting our full energy. And like before, we both had to have other jobs. Yeah. And we were like full court press... Our team needs us. They need leaders. And we just got, we dove in deeper.
1: You had just gone full-time with the coffee shop and, and had had left your other career, what, in 2021? End of 21?
0: Uh, beginning.
1: Beginning of 21? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then I left my other full-time job in the beginning of 2022. So yeah, yeah. that would have been right yeah. when we were both... Yeah. Saying like, okay, honeymoon is our thing. This is, this is what we need and to... And it made a
0: big difference. Yeah. Because I, I can tell you, like, I look back at some of our earlier years and we didn't do justice to like our managers. We did not lead them well. Yeah. Because we both had other jobs and we were trying to do all these other things.
1: So we were able to lead well. Or, or better than we did before, in, 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 in your opinion. <laughs> we
0: leveled up. We, and we have ways to go.
1: I, I also think that it's a it's a testament to the leaders at our other shops because that location required so much of our attention. And we basically said, like, hey, Newburgh is going to get all the attention. Mm-hmm. So Weinbach and Burkhart, you're going to have to be able to hold your own and, you know, come to us if there's, like, a, a real emergency. But... In the meantime, you know, step up and see this as an opportunity, you know, to lead on your own. And I feel like our leaders in those locations really did that. They
0: really did. And super proud of all of them. We couldn't have done it without them. And now we're in the same spot again. Yeah. (laughs) It is kind of weird to be talking about Newberg and know that we are doing this again right now. Yeah. Like we're in the middle of it.
1: We're in a construction phase of our fourth location on the west side of Evansville and right told, now in 2023. We
0: told our current managers, Hey, to be able to get, focus on this, <laughs> get ready
1: to be abandoned. <laughs> Hope you don't have abandonment issues because you're about to get abandoned again.
0: Yeah. But they're, they're all good. And I was just thinking, yeah, it'll be, it won't be too much longer. and We'll start having painting parties again. Now we had the 4th of July starting... sale at
1: Lowe's and we got, uh, We've got 20, <laughs> 20 gallons of paint. <laughs> gallons of paint.
0: That's a paint, lot of paint. Paint's
1: not as cheap as it was when we were kids.
0: I'm scared it's going to spill in my car. Yeah.
1: So we actually did a soft opening for Newburg in June, early June. And because um, we, we, we did sort of reach that pain point of looking at the bank account and what the construction costs had been. And, you know, the revenue is not coming in until the doors are open. And so um, both to let the staff get sort of acclimated a little bit and to have some revenue we opened up for I think three or four weeks to take out only
0: yeah it was like we were still uh working on the dining room yes so it wasn't done but, but the, the bar area was yes, done
1: yes and the and the the town of Newburgh uh, allowed us to have our uh, license to to operate business and to serve food and drink to people and so we got that started, and then we said, like, we need to pick a date. You know, what's what's a good date up ahead? And, uh, you know, Lady Liberty's birthday was, was staring right at us, just jumping <laughs> and out. And now we have
0: to work on 4th of July every year. Yeah. Because <laughs> so we'll be like, oh, it's our anniversary. Yeah,
1: I, I think it's great. I think it's yeah. awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then they canceled the fireworks down there, though. It's sad.
1: It is sad, but... Um, that
0: would have been fun tonight. It, to be...
1: it would have been amazing. Um, and then
0: what are we doing after we work our shift tonight?
1: We're going to stay in the Airbnb, which at, at one point when we were looking at this building and we looked at the upstairs of it and saw that it was being used as kind of a storage space, thought, yeah, the view from this balcony is way better than what a, you know, a, a place to store files and Christmas decorations would warrant
0: yes and i think uh it's very romantic to have an airbnb over a coffee shop
1: yeah yeah the airbnb has been kind of an objective unequivocal success um people have given us i i think we're close to like probably 70 different guests now and all but one have given us a five-star rating i think we have one four-star rating um, her, but
0: they really liked it.
1: They really loved it, but you know, <laughs> he, and we could have a whole episode about the ratings. You know, for, for your experiences. Um, but yeah, we're gonna stay in our Airbnb tonight, and uh, we hope to make this you know a tradition you know for our, our relationship and our business, and just to, to remember, you know, the year that was uh, the first year at Newburgh, which we, we really didn't talk about much of the highlights that uh, that happened this year.
0: Should should we hit a few? I mean, is it too late?
1: I don't know. Maybe everyone who cares about it is uh, staying listening, and if they don't care, they've already they've already turned off this podcast.
0: We did have our biggest day ever.
1: It was that day, right?
0: No, we've since passed it, but we had. Well, our
1: b- obviously, okay, oh, okay, up till that Past day, you. yeah. Yes. So we set a record on opening day. So opening day of Newburgh... So we- Turned was bigger out bigger
0: than any day we'd ever had. Yeah, at our the biggest
1: sales resource. day in any honeymoon location ever, which shocked us. Yes. And then it exceeded that number uh, three or four different times the rest of the summer. And now in, you know, July 4th, 2023, it's actually exceeded that a couple of times already this summer. Yeah. So when um, the weather is nice and people in downtown Newburgh are out and about... Um, they embrace and patron the Honeymoon Coffee Company location.
0: I want to give you credit for something, though. Okay. That you were actually right about.
1: (laughs) Embracing myself (laughs) here. I know.
0: So when we first opened, Zach wanted to be open every single day. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is way too much. You know, we're going to be working all the time. But I think you were right. And when I saw downtown Newburgh, it's a a lot of shops are closed on Sunday and Monday. And so it's just getting like the the town is very appreciative that we're open. It's like a place that they know that they can bring family to. And like in the end, we made it work. Yeah. We've hired people to help us. So we're not working every single day. And you were right. I just want to tell you that.
1: Wow. And we got it on the record. (laughs) Well, thanks, babe. I I appreciate you saying that, and I, speaking of appreciation, uh, one of the things that I do remember from those early days was the feedback that we got from customers when they would see us and recognize us as the owners, is they would come up and they would say, thank you, say, thank you for bringing this to our community, and...
0: That, and they would tell us how great our staff is, which is true.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Which we already knew that part. Yeah, and, and shout we get... out
0: to them because we have a lot of the same people that are still there and just doing a great job.
1: But that was surprising to, to, it was. to have...
0: We didn't have that with our other two openings. Yeah,
1: because so... both of those were situations to where it was previously a coffee shop that had just failed. Yes. And so it was almost kind of like, what are you doing? Like obviously coffee shop didn't work, work here, here.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: and there was some trepidation on our part that we were displacing a beloved institution a beloved ice cream institution mm-hmm. um but it ended up it, it turned out especially and i think it's because of what you said of being open seven days a week you know we're 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 there for people to have the experiences that they want to have with yeah. Yeah. their their family their friends themselves <laughs> and um Yeah, well. I'm
0: looking forward to working with you tonight, babe.
1: All right, well, me too. Let's do it. All right, love you.
0: All right, bye.
1: Hey, thanks for listening to the show this week. If you'd like to learn more about Honeymoon Coffee Company, check them out on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. If you'd like to submit a question for a future episode, visit honeymooncoffeeco.com forward slash podcast. This podcast was produced by Wally Opus with editing by Brooklyn Hoffaditz. Music composed by Sam Cuban, and project management by me, Wesley Luttrell. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again soon. Are you still listening? Babe? Yeah? How was 4th of July?
0: Um, it was exhausting. <laughs> How did you think it went?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, it kicked my butt so hard.
0: <laughs> I think I'm still sore
1: oh yeah we tried to give our employees a break and uh it nearly broke me
0: yeah um, kudos to our employees who um know how to efficiently shut down the shop
1: yeah um and thank you to our customers who showed up on the 4th of july fireworks or no uh they came out in force and we had a, a huge day and uh it exhausted us
0: do you want to do this again next year
1: I'll tell you on the 3rd of July.